Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round me, you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the haters in heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind With Joel Embiid not being 100% once again, if they go against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals and they lose, do you think Joel Embiid's health is still enough of a of an excuse for the ownership to not fire Doc Rivers? And do you even think they should consider firing Doc Rivers? You know what I mean? Because the way that he coached in March and the way that he coached the first round of the playoffs, I'm sitting here like, if Doc Rivers continues mm-hmm. to coach like this, this is all I wanted. All I wanted was yeah. for him to coach exactly like this, make the pretty obvious decisions, play Paul Reed. What do you think? Yeah, I think it just depends how the series goes. Um, if he's playing George Niang like 20 minutes, that could be a fire Doc Rivers if he stops playing Paul Reed. or But if Joel comes out and the injury is obviously affecting him and he has a bad series to his standards, then I think Doc Rivers will probably get off the hook, especially if James Harden uh, kind of has a stinker. Um, but overall, I think Doc's been fine. And I think I think he's really good as a locker room coach besides his relationship with Paul Reed. Um, I think he's handled the locker room really well because I it feels like this is the most chemistry we've had. And I, I would also give credit to PJ Tucker and James Harden and the improved uh per, the improved maturity of Joel Embiid as a leader I think that's ultimately another reason also Tobias Harris also George Niang's a good locker room guy so I feel like Doc unless he starts making incoherent decisions like playing George Niang uh all bench lineups he wouldn't yeah. be fired yeah, I think I think Doc Rivers handles certain things the wrong way and that's, you know, as long as there's nothing as long as there's nothing in front of him that he could possibly mishandle, then I think he's fine. He steps into the Sixers with the Ben Simmons situation. Everybody's expecting, you know, hey, we finally have a veteran coach who's going to make this kid shoot the ball and stop playing like this. And Doc comes in day 1 and says, "I don't care if he shoots the ball." And we're all like, "What?" That's not what was supposed to happen here. And then he argues with the media for a whole season about Ben Simmons or two seasons, whatever. And so, yeah, he handled the Ben Simmons thing completely wrong, I think. And the Paul Reed situation, he was still like, this kid's just too young. 
too much of a of a like flyer when you put him on the court. You don't know what you're going to get necessarily. His his offensive game is raw, and he just never trusted him enough. And he would he would get scared in the biggest games in the biggest moments to put Paul Reed on the floor instead of just we're getting smoked at the rim. We need a little bit of a spark here. We need somebody that can grab a rebound. Just put Paul Reed on the floor. So I think he handled the Paul Reed thing wrong the whole time too. But now it seems like there's no Ben Simmons situation for him to mess up. He knows who his point guard is. He knows who he knows uh, Tyrese Maxey and Harden and maybe Shake plays, maybe he doesn't. But mostly he's staggering Tyrese and James Harden as the primary ball handlers. And he's decided, it seems, finally, that Paul Reed is the backup center. So mm-hmm. I'm like all the things Doc was mishandling. It seems like they're finally not here. So he would have to create something else to really get back into that. Like, I want this guy completely up out of here thing. If he does, you know, if he, if he does do something in the Celtics series where they're getting some owned on the boards or something, and he randomly goes like Niang and Tobias Harris at the four and the five and the Celtics blow us out, then yeah. So it definitely depends on his decision-making in the second round. But if if he does what he did against the Nets, I'm not even mad at Doc Rivers anymore. I just need this team to be healthy, and we can beat anybody. Yeah. I mean, I think James Harden's a big X factor because I thought he had a good series against Brooklyn besides the whole finishing around the rim thing. Obviously, that's a big thing uh, when you're – James Harden, but other than that, he was a great point guard, and he was hitting his three-pointers, so if he could just figure out how to have some touch around the rim, get to the foul line a little more, even though he has a non-existent whistle for whatever reason, (laughs) Um, but I mean, Marcus Smart, I don't know if you see him, but he looks hurt out there. Um, Al Horford is getting cooked by Trey Young. Obviously, Trey Young is way faster than James Harden. But in the pick and roll, Al Horford looks not like himself, not like he did last year. And James Harden's going to get a lot of opportunities against Al Horford because at times they're going to switch everything. And if James Harden could hit a step back three in big moments, I just need Harden hitting at least one big shot a game. I don't even need him to be efficient. I need him to be a point guard, you know, limit turnovers, get other guys shots, and hit big shots. Not even you don't. Even, you can go three of seventeen, but at least give me one three pointer. He did that um, last week against Brooklyn. I think it was game three. He was terrible, but he had a clutch step back three on Nick Claxton, and it gave the Sixers a seven point lead. And Joel Embiid was off the floor, so it guaranteed when Joel Embiid came back in the game, the Sixers had the lead. That's what I need from Harden. I don't even need him to be efficient. I just need him to limit those turnovers be a point guard and hit your three pointers. And also don't, don't just not shoot because last year against the heat in the last game, he just did not want to shoot. He didn't want to drive. And although he was inefficient in the Brooklyn Nets series, I love that he just kept driving. He kept failing. He kept shooting threes. Just keep shooting. I don't care if you miss, but what we don't need is another PJ Tucker on the court who doesn't really want to shoot unless he's wide, wide open. That's what I want from Harden. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you don't need him to be some kind of superstar. You need him to be the the facilitator that he is. I completely agree with that. Uh, and just, you know, if he could finish a layup, that'd be <laughs> nice too. 
You want to keep the defense collapsing. It, it'll get to the point where the defense isn't even going to collapse if they if you can't make a layup. That kind of takes his drive and kick game away. Uh, I think Ty- crazy. I think Tyrese Maxey, and I don't. I still don't put any pressure on Tyrese Maxey at 22 years old. I think he. I think if he's doing these things that I think he needs to work on at 27, then you know you would be like he's just a role player. He's not going to be anything else. But right now, people telling me he's just a role player. He's not going to be anything else. You can't say that. He's 22 years old. Uh, but I, I think the one thing that he still needs to work on is just when he's missing shots in the first quarter, it like affects his confidence throughout the rest of the game. And and then he's not like, he doesn't have that killer instinct. He's not trying to go one-on-one. There was a lot of times where he had Seth Curry one-on-one in those Brooklyn games. And I'm like, go, 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 go. And he's backing up, backing up, passing the ball back to Harden who had Claxton on him. I'm like, what are we doing here? Or Cam (laughs) Johnson on him. I'm like, you got the mismatch. Go, 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 go. But, I think he'll he'll get that over time. I don't, you know, I don't. He doesn't have to have that right now. But you know, if he just shows that killer instinct throughout the Celtics series that we need him to show, man. Yeah, yeah, we can we can take on Boston, man. Um, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a few bad games for sure against Boston because of their length at the rim. But hopefully, he has um, more good games than bad games. That's what we need from every player. Test me, test me, test me, test me.